0: by ladies where we talk about star trek loudly and at great length although lord help me i hope this is short because i do not want
1: to talk about
0: this (laughs) every time we have an episode that you don't like you're like it's gonna be
1: short and then like five
2: hours later we finish you know
1: historically it's actually the other way around we talk more about the ones that we don't like i wax poetic on and on about
0: like waxed chests aquiline noses, and you guys just don't pick up that particular baton that I am extending in your decoration. In your- I could be a decorative baton.
2: <laughs> I think that we're looking for its direction.
0: It's been a- been a day. It's been a day and it's gonna be I an episode, guys. Noses. I don't- that guy's nose, we need to circle back around to that. Oh, we should no. do a season's highlight, oh, God. and the season <laughs> highlight is gonna be that guy's nose. No. Anyways, welcome to episode 15 of season 3- let That Be Your Last Battlefield, or as I like to call it, 2% race relations metaphor, 98% hitting buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Kareem, joined as ever by Kim. Hello. Ari. Hello. Special guest, Trisha. Yo. <laughs> who has seen this episode and will be able to provide insightful commentary. <laughs> <laughs> so i I think I am exaggerating even a little bit about how much of this episode is people hitting buttons. So much. Um,
2: My favorite thing
0: we can do with the camera
2: to fill up some time was the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. pull On the um, red alert.
0: It is at an angle. And there's actually a bit in Memory Alpha specifically about this shot, (laughs) which Trisha and I were speaking of a walk to remember earlier. And you guys have all seen this, right? Yes. Yes. There is a shot... One shot in this movie that everyone remembers. I remember very little of this movie, I think. But there's one shot where you're going along and, oh, I'm so sad and I'm so perfect. And, oh, how sad it is to be perfect. And then we go to this scene in her kitchen where the camera appears to be from the POV of a spider. It's up, like, (laughs) way in a far corner of the kitchen looking down at their heads to the side.
3: You... They're making the sweet
0: tea. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> where it's just like, oh, I... like you're making a movie here. Like that is a shot where I felt this is exactly the same thing. That iconic,
1: wow, wow, wow. There were a lot of weird camera things in this episode. Like, there's that, and then there's the extreme close-up on eyeballs. Yes. Of course, teeth. I love that. And, Which and teeth! I and they're not, not good self. teeth. Of course, yeah, a, a she's got a nose thing. thing, you've got a mouth thing. Okay, yeah. but their teeth are real bad. Real bad. <laughs> I, I mean, would not be friends with bad. any of them. Yeah, the thing with the,
2: the zooming on the red alert thing is it didn't just happen once. It happened three times. But the yeah. last two times it did, they did, like, zoom, 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 zoom. Pan down to see what's going on below.
3: And that was Which is a good shot. It was weird. I like that shot more also, than I just like that. I don't know that. if you noticed this, but on the first two, there was like bars across the alarm. On the last one, there were no That's Ooh. because it's a red
0: alarm in different parts of the shit. Oh, mm. well, that's
3: bullshit. Mm. Yeah. That also,
0: <laughs> the what can be generously termed Endless running scene, <gasps> extended oh jogging. It's <laughs> not even. I, that's true. It's not a run. It's a jog. It was an extended jogging shot. Overplayed with footage of. I think I'm going to go with Germany burning in World War II. Oh, I would, with really weak wrists. Well, <laughs> yeah, they are wearing gloves for a reason. Actually, the reason they're wearing gloves is because the makeup artist didn't want to do <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's valid which is completely fair. valid. That half black face looks awful like the rims of all their eyes are just red it must be just caked on it looks terrible also it
1: probably irritated their eyes and it probably Mm. didn't breathe because we're talking old makeup so yeah she didn't breathe at all and you could tell that it was applied because they clearly had very different skin ties because it looked a lot better on um the running guy than than the chasing guy like it was much shinier on on the i just assumed he was sweating more yeah that's what i was gonna say is one guy his face looked
0: wet on one side (laughs) yeah glistening. Yes. Glistening <laughs> so, with tension. In
1: case you guys hadn't picked it up yet, this is that episode with the two-sided faces where they're black on one side and white on the other side, and in case that wasn't subtle enough, they're black and white on different sides.
3: So, like, if they started
1: making babies, would all the babies just be great? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no,
3: okay, Guys, guys, wait, 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 because Ari <laughs> and I were watching the episode,
0: and I had the same question, and then I answered it in possibly the best way. I said, no. They'd have checkerboards. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: my god! Praise me. Praise. Yes. Me. <laughs> All the
0: praise to Kareen. That is
2: an amazing visual.
0: Thank you. I was real proud of myself. Oh. Um Yeah, so this is definitely, like, a racism metaphor. A real, real Real subtle subtle one. one. Yeah.
3: Real
0: subtle one. But what I can't understand, like, neither of them are good people. One of them is the oppressed, one of them is the oppressor. Both of them are assholes.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I was fine with both of them being assholes. What I was not super fine with was the show trying to say that they're both wrong that both of their opinions are incorrect because they're arguing.
1: Well, yeah, because Spock basically sums it all up that way, right? It's, it's that you can't, like, that they're both extreme, so they're both to a point to blame. It's like, ooh, a white person wrote this, didn't they? A very, very white person.
0: I, I No, I, I get absolutely get that, because it's saying that, you know, the oppressed people always are on the same footing as those who are doing the oppressing, but what I think think that they were trying to say is that there's going to be atrocities on both sides and if you can't move past it, you are going to be doomed to a constant cycle of violence.
1: Yeah, what this read like to me was the recent garbage issue of, I believe it was a Captain America comic, where Sam Wilson apologized to Steve Rogers for having been an activist in the past in case he might have offended white people. So it was at best clumsy. Yeah, that's a thing that actually happened. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Marvel yeah. comics really it's hitting that. out of the park right now on the dude comics. But the the, the very weird bits of I can't remember Loki
0: and Belens. I call the I call the other guy the commissioner. the commissioner, the commish. Loki and Beale. Yeah, Loki when he <laughs> is in the cafeteria oh, giving yeah. this speech, and it's like this is very much like your. 60s 70s like black panther kind of yeah. talk and i yeah. they were definitely framing it as that like yes. like revolutionary against the oppressor talk doesn't work talk is cheap action is needed where that i was like ah. yeah that scene didn't work for me but the scene on the
2: bridge where um loki Was giving his like the first one he did the first big monologue he had about the because there are several yeah but the first big monologue that he had about the decades of oppression and you know yeah uh, I don't remember all the exact wording I was actually hoping you guys would have more (laughs) I'm sure I have transcripts yeah but like that scene that scene to me was very effective um and I liked that one the first one was very good and then, then then the show itself moved beyond one per, like it tried to say that they're both wrong for they are equally wrong equal, is what bugs me about it
1: they both done bad things like mm, no that argument really someone is not did working something bad first yeah yeah someone did something bad probably first. the genocidal one i mean I, well the no the enslaver
0: yeah yes yeah. oh, yeah, slavery wrong thing.
1: enslavement and then genocide and then it's i but, mean <sighs> it's not a direct it's not a direct comparison and the show made it seem like it was, and that really bothered me. It's interesting because I think
0: like it's still issues that are totally unresolved oh, yeah. in many societies where there has been oppression or colonialism, is like that the once they decide that it's that's finished, mm-hmm. there isn't the reconciliation bit where mm-hmm. you have to sit down and go through the history and recognize the history and tell the truth about the history, and only after you've acknowledged the wrong that's been done then you can move on because you can't just say as of two o'clock today on this day in January, it's all finished and it's all good because it's the systems. Yeah. It's the systems and the processes and the laws and the organizations that were set up during that time that don't stop being the systems of the oppressor as of two o'clock on July 22nd. Like it doesn't work that way. You need to go through the entire Process the entire society. Look at everything because it's built on a foundation of oppression, and it doesn't stop being that just because you've stopped visibly and outwardly oppressing people. Yes, and I'm nodding in agreement about it.
2: And Kareem, this is why I like you because you can take the things that I try and say very badly
0: and like articulate them
2: gloriously and sound like that is like like so. Yes,
3: yes, yeah. Kareem, <laughs> and like correct. That's yes. I also. Like the whole time you were saying that, I was thinking about all like the real world, not just like black people, but all the aboriginal people across the world. Yep, how they're just getting reconciled and saying, getting apologies from heads of state. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's taken so long to do that, obviously, like what you're speaking to is directly that, where just because oh, we're not doing it anymore doesn't mean that it's okay.
0: And I think that it's like in terms of what Canada is doing with the First Nations people is that it is such difficult work and it is hard work um, in terms of like even something like Canada's 150th birthday or celebration. Like it's it's hard for people to realize that for another group, that means something completely. Completely different. Yeah. And what to us is a cherished holiday of celebration of, of our country and our values isn't. It's not 150 years
2: of Canada. It is 150 years of the political institution yes. of the Canadian government. And that's the part that is going to get lost in the quote unquote celebrations
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and all of the, the stuff that goes on. And there are people here for thousands of years before, and it was still
0: Canada. And and that's what the you know, process of reconciliation is, is that you have to
1: examine every part of your society. Not of course that these guys are gonna get anything of this sort because well, it turns out. Their planet's on uh, fire, so yeah. everyone is dead. Yeah. The, so okay, at what point in the episode did you guys go, Oh, everyone's dead? When they got to the planet and everyone was dead. Really? Yeah. I was like five minutes in, the second the second guy shows up, I'm like, oh, everyone's dead. Well, right? she was like,
3: I've spent fifty thousand yes, yes, years, yes. I was like, oh Everyone's dead. Yes. <laughs> that
2: was the other part of this episode that I did not like and did not work for me was the time scale. Yeah. It was so massive. A a thousand years is it, it was excessive. Yeah. If they yeah. had said five hundred years. Or fifty years. Or something like Fifty that, would have been that. Bring it down into something that like Statue. People, people can like, <laughs> it's manageable. Yeah. yeah, it's manageable. Like people 50, can understand. Like there's five. There's five hundred years of history, and like say the history of England is a five hundred. Like something that we can grasp onto. It yeah. takes way less than fifty thousand years 50, to destroy a planet. years of
3: hate. Does
2: and again, it? how do you maintain that? Yeah, and then I think that's also part of what the show was trying to do, was like, well, it's been 50,000 years, when can't you get over it? Eventually,
1: wouldn't you want to just, like, take a nap or something? <laughs> yeah, just be like, okay, this guy's been on the run for this long, I'm just going to be on the yeah, for a little I, bit. I think it was, like, early in the episode, they good. were trying to make them seem like they, they were, like, going on and on about their physiology and how, how they heal so well, and I guess they just sort of decided they needed to carry on with that, even though there was no plot reason for it at all. It's Like, it takes way less than fifty thousand years to totally destroy a planet. You can do it in twenty, like, and it would. We're about to see it done in twenty-eight yeah. days. Yeah, but like for me, it would have been a lot more effective and personal if it had just been this one guy chasing this one other guy for like you know a reasonable lifespan. Well, this,
0: that's the Stargate Atlantis episode. Which one? The one where John and Elizabeth get possessed. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Over Which I love. That's a great episode.
0: That's a great episode. <laughs> that's a great trope that I this love. Is not- I, I actually love that I've been chasing you for a hundred years, yeah. now I've caught you, I'm going to bring you back to justice, oh no. But in the
1: case of the Atlantis episode and, like, every other version, every other, like, do-over of this trope, there is a do-over. Like, taking over new bodies It's like, okay, we're starting the game again. Like, when mm-hmm. you fail out on a video game, this, it's the same two people in the same, presumably, two bodies having the same fight. The Is same straight-on fight. It's lame, Miz. Yes. over
0: 50,000 yes, years. Yes, yes, yes. Is it wrong I that, it that I wanted them now. to have the same level of sexual tension as it
3: doing, <laughs> Les Miz? I was like,
0: come on, guys, bring the
3: heat. It would have been more interesting. Bring the heat. Or, in a very small capacity, that Harrison Ford movie with Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, The Fugitive? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm getting the idea that, Corrine, you didn't like the episode. No,
0: I hated it. I
2: didn't like the episode as, like, an episode. I enjoy... I liked what they kind of tried to do with the messaging. (laughs) I appreciated that they tried to do it, even though they didn't do it great. Mm. But they tried in, like, the 1960s, but the episode was kind of terrible. (laughs) They've
1: done better with similar messages in previous Star Trek episodes and and other, like, later Star Trek episodes. Like, in original series, this was just fucking clumsy, and it made me mad. This is
0: a Gene Coon one that was, at the beginning when he first submitted, thrown in the trash can because they thought it would be too controversial.
3: Fine. Mm.
2: And Fine. I can I can absolutely see how they have taken the idea and softened it a lot. Like, whatever the original idea well, yeah. would have been. It feels, like, very soft. Like, with the whole, the show doesn't blame, the show blames everyone. Yeah. But, yeah, so I can see that. But
0: Yeah, and then they brought it out of the trash can. Um, I think they have like, some makeup decisions were made to make oh. it a lot less expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We look shellacked. They the do. I want I'm
2: really interested in how, like, what the process was for applying that makeup, especially to get like the, a spattle. that really straight yeah, line. Yeah, the painter's really, tape. The really straight line. down the so. face was so great. Yeah,
0: it was. There was an action figure made of these jerk faces where the the line down the middle went like even further, like into their clothes, their pants, their boots. Like they were the same. Oh, cool. Yeah. Alternate color, which I, I although the grey jumpsuits were definitely something to behold especially since they were very very light fabric in the crotch yeah. area <laughs> uh, I was gonna say at some
2: point like in my description of the um of the outfits I had a, I circled something that I wrote Melee and the word that I wrote down for
0: Melee was bulged
3: <laughs> uh show me that dick print. <laughs>
0: You you could definitely see all, all, all there was to see there. So, Mailey, yeah.
2: this is for you.
0: <laughs> it is a, uh, yeah, no. No, not. it wasn't
2: attractive to me. I just thought Maley would
1: appreciate knowing. She appreciates a good bulge. Yes, she does. Mm. <laughs> so we run into the first of these two assholes on... I wasn't 100% clear on what they were doing. They were spraying a planet.
2: They were were on their way to the planet Uranus. Uranus. Whatever. Good enough. Who has a massive planet-wide bacterial infection. It has a giant yeast infection. Yes, it has a giant (laughs) yeast infection. And they're going to bring some nice medication to make the itching go away.
1: (laughs) Which they're spraying from orbit. Yes. In the shot that that we see in the episode...
0: The actual, they, there's nothing. They, no. they just take a turn around. Yeah. How did
1: I miss this? How
0: did you miss
3: the entire beginning of the episode slash I point of just what they were doing? Focused on the name and
1: anus. Okay, what? Because Arianus. Arianus. Well, Neither of you got it right. <laughs> like not even a little bit. Um. Yeah. So they run into a ship on the right course, and it's a fucking stolen shuttlecraft. This is going to go super well. Yes. So it's a shuttlecraft that was stolen from Starbase for a couple of weeks ago, and it's obviously not picking up the phone. No, why would it? No, why would it? It's stolen. (laughs) You keep driving the stolen car. You don't, like, answer the... Anyway... Um, but the dude on it is injured, the ship's venting atmosphere, so they tractor it in, so they have an excuse to, in the remastered version, show that super cool shuttle landing scene. From Galileo 7. Mm -hmm. Yes, continue. Mm -hmm. Um, and here I wrote... So Spock and Kirk go down to greet it personally, and here I wrote in all caps with some security, right? Yes, they and they do. (laughs) They called
2: security before they left the bridge. It was so impressive that I actually made a note of it in my notes. Like they called security. My question,
1: my question, however, is Kirk and Spock, but to the injured stranger, not Bones. Or literally any medical uh, personnel
2: was Bones like Sir barely appearing in this episode Basically, for some yeah. reason. Was like DeForest Kelly only there for like one day and He's then on holidays scenes
0: and that's it. I it's feel just... this is again in the, they were cutting production costs yeah. on it, so I feel <laughs> they like
2: cut DeForest Kelly's cut salary. DeForest Kelly. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And actually, like not a lot of people appear in this episode no. for very long. It's Very small.
1: Well, that's because they got to focus on all that bun. You get yeah. Ahura, you get bun. Scotty, you get Chechcom Chapel and Sulu, and a little bit of Chapel and a little bit of Bones. And I assume for the amount of money and time they spent getting those guys' faces to look that way, they wanted to get them on the screen as much as possible. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Um, and they're standing at the shuttle bay, and before they can even open the door, it opens. Yeah, here's my red flag. So, uh, A, the door is open. Yeah. B, they allow him to get out of the ship and
0: wander around the shuttle yeah. bay willy-nilly unsupervised. There could be sensitive well, stuff in there. And he he could have, like, C, Ninja kicked them to the face. Okay, yeah. so also... The shuttle
2: has just landed, so the bay has just been repressurized. It's not yes. like they can have a security guy in there while it's decompressed to let the shuttle in. I so they can't really
3: control him
2: from getting out of the shuttle.
3: They should. They should, they should yes. Have but have a person I, there with a gun. Or like a loser. In next gen, lasers.
2: in next gen, they can because there's force fields mm-hmm. and they don't have to decompress the entire shuttle bay. But in this, they actually say the shuttle bay has been yeah. recompressed. Yes. So
1: let's go in. But Kirk says, wait for me. <sighs> So, dude stumbles out. He's white on one side, black on the other side. I don't remember which side was which. I don't care. It is the least important important. part of this episode. They take him down to sickbay, and there's this super sensitive scene where he's unconscious on a bio bed, and Kirk, Spock, Bones, and I guess chapels across the room looking horrified by their rudeness, stand around his bed talking about how weird he is. His species so weird. Bones is all snippy, and, and, and Spock's like... Oh, you're treating him even though you know nothing about his species? This is a fairly familiar refrain. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bone gets all and He's like, well, obviously, I did tests. It's like, tests. You have a standard set of tests if, anyway. It's great because Spock calls him a mutant. <laughs> yeah, that's super fun. Because they're like, how can he be colored one side but not the other? You're side? in fucking space. You're in space. space. And you also met Apollo.
2: Yeah. I really loved that they decided with absolutely no, no evidence, evidence. Yeah. to back them up that, oh man, he must be one of a kind. There's never in any way, form, possible be
1: another person just like him. Ari. Yeah. Earth has several examples of this. Cats. Yes. But specific, yeah. Generally, cats. cats sometimes display this. But like the thing where most animals—no, no, no, are, no.
0: Give me a moment to acknowledge how awesome my scientific deduction was. It was very great. Cats, mm-hmm.
1: where animals are dark on the t- the their tops, but white on their their bottoms. There's or cats that are like reversed right down the middle. Yeah, yeah, cats. Sometimes cats. A lot of a lot of mammals actually. But the reason that coloration exists, where you're dark on one side, the light on the other, is so that. Predators looking in whatever direction they normally would look for you can't
3: see you. That's why great whites are so dangerous.
1: Yeah. So, like, if you're, like, a bird, say, and you're light on the bottom and you're dark on the top, it's so that when animals on the forest floor are looking up at you, they can't see you against the light sky and vice versa. So they're terrible scientists. Oh, also, cats are like that because they're designed by the devil. Also that. (laughs) But, like... My science knowledge about animal coloration comes from a childhood fascination with dinosaurs. I am not, like, a space scientist, and I'm a better scientist than them. We can move on now. I had
3: a, I had a comment about mm. um, whose color on what side. What got me was the oppressor being like, oh, I'm white on the right side. And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 no! To be quite
2: be honest, I think that
3: was probably
2: deliberate. Oh, well, sure. White. I am white and on right. the right side. Yeah.
1: Also, the le- like, yeah, there's like a super long history of the left <laughs> oh. being associated with the sinister and the right being. Yeah. Mean, yeah.
0: I have to admit, I actually really loved the way that he delivered that. Like, yeah. like, but, like, well, like guys, obviously. Guys, like, guys. Clearly.
1: Clearly, I am white on this right side. Yeah. And every- I, I mean, love their blessed. faces when he does that because yeah. this episode does such a good job of delivering the Star Trek classic "We do not understand your barbarism, past people." Yeah, sort of faces. In fact, they go to the point; they actually go to the extent of saying, "Oh, I remember reading about oppression in my history yes. books."
0: <laughs> that was a terrible one.
1: <laughs> but I think love because it. they gave it to Chekhov and
3: Sulu, and yeah. I was like, "Oh."
1: I, I'm sorry, I love this about Star Trek, they're over earnest, looking directly at the camera, like the office, like the past, when everything was terrible. Yes, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. So, he wakes up, and we get a very brief info dump that no one cares about. We get a taste of loci. Mm -hmm. Kirk's like, so you fucking stole a shuttlecraft? I am not a thief! You're pretty demonstrably, demonstrably a thief, buddy. Like, well, you stole the ship, but he—I—I I liked his argument. I do. Yeah, I also really liked his argument. Yes. Yeah, my but
2: need <laughs> gives me
0: the right to the ship.
1: Does that mean that if I need a car, I can just go out and fucking steal one? Because does that work with cops? Like, <laughs> yeah. I needed to get away. from Well, it breakfast. doesn't work with space cops. So my need therefore. So... <laughs> yeah.
2: I think his need in that I was trying to escape my brutal oppressor. Well, is... he doesn't
1: say that right away, though.
2: He doesn't. That's true. Not
1: really until um, much later. A
2: quick costuming note here, because we might as well get it out of the way right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. They both of Gen- both of our guest starring gentlemen are wearing turtleneck and chain, uh, like long sleeve with attached gloves tops that are a little bit loose just to cover their waistband, and then extremely tight gray leggings that go all the way down yeah. into boots. Um, the commission All the way
1: in, in some places, the
2: Loki has just got some nice, he's got a little bit of a cuff on his, on his, um, on his wrists, but the commissioner whose name I do not know other than the commissioner yeah. is wearing a jeweled collar, a matching jewel belt <laughs> and has also got beautiful jeweled cuffs on his hands. You can tell
1: he's important because uh, he's sparkly. Yes. And I really enjoyed
2: <laughs> that their outfits were completely the same and they were gray, which is what you Mm -hmm. get if you mix black and white together. And they were essentially dressed in like a cultural uniform. Mm Yeah. And that literally the only thing differentiating them was the The color on the face. Yeah. Yeah. Like they even had like, the guys had the same hairstyle. And I mean, they had different eye color, but that was about it. I
3: love that. I thought that was a great detail. I think mm-hmm. the reason why they had the gloves on from a makeup artist. So standpoint is oh, no, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. because, because they didn't have to do the yeah, yeah, That, so, yeah. that is like, actually what they There said, is literally
2: yeah. no other piece no. of skin showing other than what you can see on their face. Because, like, even the insides of their ears were painted. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Hands would be just too hard because, like... Going on breaks and going to eat, you have to touch yeah. things. They have to wash. Yeah. We had this yeah. continually reapplying. They we had this, this
2: discussion last yeah. week because there was an Orion who was dancing and like draping her hands all over things. And because she's oh. a
0: lady, they had to show lots of skin. What the overall impression that you get from the outfit is like young Pope <laughs> <laughs> tracksuit. It,
2: it gave, threw off a very mime, <laughs> uh, mime look. The whole look yeah. was sort of very mimeish. <laughs> Like and, and I kind I mean, of expected one of them to be in a box. And
1: apart from general, like makeup concerns, a very conservative, like body-wise. Also cheap. also cheap. Also cheap. Also cheap. Also cheap. Um they say something great that drove me crazy, um, where he says where he's from, and Kirk's like, that's from the the southern part of the galaxy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. The southern uncharted part
3: of the gap. What the fuck the do you south? know where it is? We've heard of this planet. I think I even said, I'm like, wait,
1: there's a south in the universe? There is no south in space. Well, it's kind of like down. <laughs> there's only sort of a south on Earth, and it changes sometimes. Well, no, like, And then I got, like,
3: hand gestures that denoted, like, this
1: is Star Trek, just don't worry about this. this yeah,
3: not,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually... It's still Okay,
3: down. but if you have a plane where you decide,
0: like, in navigation, you have to have certain markers. And I assume you have to have a start point. If you assume the start point is your X-plane,
3: mm-hmm.
0: then anything that goes
1: underneath your X-plane would be south, okay. and that would be north. But from what point are you determining... Earth, this? which way is up? Well, that's very anthropocentric. and doesn't seem like the Federation would be cool with the it. The Federation
0: oh. is centered in Earth,
1: yes. and it's full of humans. Yes. So Kim's going to give it to me. But saying oh, it to an, an it alien to makes no sense, because south would-, <laughs> south would not be the same for every planet. And yeah, he's, totally telling, he's telling
0: him where his planet is it's yeah. not
1: like oh yeah you know
0: where you are he's saying no that's in the southern uncharted part and he's like what the fuck is south
2: i have i actually have somewhere i think i still have somewhere in my house that's south a map <laughs> of the four quadrants from voyager era because it's yes. definitely up a barzan wormhole yes. i should find that because the earth Area of the Federation is definitely called the Alpha
0: Quadrant, and yes. I believe
2: Earth is right near that, like the center axis of the four quadrants.
0: Yeah, I'll look it up. Thank you, Kim. Yeah, but you know I'm right. right? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, on your, for your sure. side for the screen. It's thing. relative mm-hmm. and answer
1: centric. Um, so this conversation is interrupted by another goddamn ship they still have not managed to get. To uh, the planet they're supposed to be rescuing.
2: Wait, you're forgetting about one thing. The greatest insult of all time. It got thrown around for the first time in this episode, but not the last. Mm -hmm. You monochrome. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He calls Loki calls Kirk a monochrome, which is a
0: great line. His other great line is, "You are so vindictive." I'm tired, and then he lies down with emphasis. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Your vindictive cross-examinations you know what, kirk has been actually really polite about this whole shuttle fetch Uh,
0: thing? Loki's kind of self-righteous, which... He's a dick. If, again, you were to kind of draw on stereotypes of what they're trying to portray here, that's what that is. Yeah. That is 100% like a black man standing up for his rights, saying, you know, you're... And, like, if you look through stuff about the Panthers, like, these are laws designed for other people. Mm, Yeah. Not, like, again... That is what cadence they're falling into there. Not cool. No. <laughs> not cool.
1: So, uh, yeah, another goddamn alien ship. Oh, not which, just any <laughs> goddamn an alien ship. ship.
2: It's an invisible <laughs> this ship. This is the biggest bullshit budget <laughs> savings I have ever seen. So, uh,
1: Bob, we, uh, we need to have a second alien ship. What do you mean a second? What's the problem, Bob? Did we have Bob? a first? Uh, no. What, what's the problem, Bob? Uh, we may or may not have spent the entire effects budget on that first ship. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's invisible! Problem solved! I
2: have a cunning plan. I love this so much. And the camera <laughs> is just like, Kirk's just like, zoom in.
0: Zoom in. And it's just like the same screen. Well, part about the word invisible, that <laughs> and my favorite part is Kirk goes over and is like, oh, could it be a Romulan? Could they be cloaking? And Spock's like, no. So it's invisible. Isn't
1: that the same thing as ben. cloaking? No, it <laughs> actually isn't. Shut your face up. <laughs> cloaking is. hides it from sensors. It doesn't necessarily hide it from, you know, actual... <sighs>
0: Invisibility things. means it's still it completely
1: cannot readable be on sensors yeah, but you yeah, can't see. Yeah, it.
0: apparently. What a... um. I love it because everyone, all of these paid actors... sensitive... <laughs> <are acting> <laughs> stare at this screen talking about oh yeah the invisible ship for like 10 minutes they do it's this so long and then they decide to brace
1: yourself ram this ship? no it rams oh. them no it charges them and then disintegrates <laughs> sure, because sure.
0: sure. For a the most acting of this it. is done by the red alert panel oh <laughs> my god this is First one,
2: red alert, and then the camera just, like, literally just in, out, in, out, in, out on this flashing yeah. red light. It was insane. That
0: panel displays an entire range of emotion, <laughs> which all of the humans on set do not care to. No,
3: there are people who just walking around looking at yes, it and like, oh, yes. that's interesting. The people who are in the corridor? That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're like, oh, it's another Paul. day. Mm-hmm. On the,
0: you, like, the red alert should be, like... On alert, like, It usually means you're supposed to
2: do something. Like, go to your duty station. If you're off duty, go back to your quarters and get out of the way. Go to your segment. Yeah. It means, like, there's a procedure you're supposed to do when the red alert sounds. They
1: don't even pause this time. We've seen scenes before where, like, people in the hallways during a red alert, which I always appreciate because making the Enterprise actually look populated is something they struggle with in the original Mm -hmm. series. But this time, they barely even, like, look at it.
0: So, yeah, they're playing chicken with an invisible ship. Or are they? Um, and then it apparently throws an alien on ship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
2: at this point, here as well, we get a shot of the bridge of like, Kirk standing there and looking at the view screen. Uh, that is not filmed for this episode because it is not Chekhov at the comm. <laughs> yeah. It's a very skinny blonde <laughs> man. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I so it's deposited another two tone asshole whose makeup is not holding up as well as the first one's. Here's the thing.
0: So they explain that the alien invisible ship, just so they don't really have to revisit that, burns up? Yeah. So it is just survivable as long as it gets them there and then they just
1: kind of disintegrate? Well, he says it's like, it's old, I worry. It it's 50,000 years old. Yeah. It's on its last legs. I guess that's fair. Literally. Um, so yeah, he, uh, camera pans around, Here's asshole number two, whoops, I blew up my shelf ship, totally breaking into yours. Uh, so he is <laughs> yeah. the highly
0: esteemed political office of Commissioner of Political Traders.
1: Which doesn't sound like a fascist name at all. At all. Neither did the Secretary of Housing, but what yeah. do you know?
0: Um, and his eyeballs are...
3: So red. So red. Very. So red. 50,000 well, make- year bender, man. <laughs> his makeup was just like Melty falling apart. Heart. This is the guy, his bl- yeah. his black half
2: looked wet
3: yeah. the whole yes. time. Yeah. And I like see the creases. I'm, I'm thinking that the, his skin was probably overly oily. Yeah. So it was like breaking down the makeup and they probably couldn't get it on fast enough. Yeah. Or they just didn't care <laughs> i'm
1: guessing it was the second could one. be both Cause
3: i'm assuming i'm thinking it might have been grease paint because grease paint is really shiny and you need to powder that shit like yeah, yeah immediately yeah but and the yeah. other guy didn't have quite as oily skin and it no. held up better and males generally have oilier
0: skin and this has been Makeup Talk with Trisha
2: yay thank you Trisha
3: you uh, picked a good episode to watch with us yeah you did I, the whole time I was just like oh that makeup they could have used so many different things but or did like, those things it's exist in 1960 exactly that's the other thing
2: that I can't we're, yeah. we're just lucky if it wasn't lead based
1: yeah. <laughs> well, like, 50-50 50-table. chance really on the white stuff yeah. Uh, yeah so here's where the great language comes in and we instantly know that this guy's supposed to be a bad guy because he's come to claim loki your first two as cargo. And Kirk's like, ah, oh, we have laws here, actually. And also due process, due process, due process. He says that several times.
0: Yeah, so the backstory of this shit planet and our planet The is, planet of assholes. Is that... Is it the Sketchers and the Sneezers in the Dr. Seuss one? The ones who have the stars on the belly and the ones who do not? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Which which is essentially this episode. Yeah, Yeah.
1: absolutely. It was better executed in Dr. Seuss. (laughs) It actually
0: was. Is that one side took the other side as slaves, and then in the most condescending tone of voice ever, he says, We educated them to serve the master race, and they repaid us with murder. Shock. (laughs) Um, And then they were freed. And Loki pops up to be like, how do you break the chains
1: of a million years of oppression? (laughs) Yeah, we have a hunter douchebag being like, that was ages ago. We freed you. And then we get a super brief and extremely terrible lecture on systematic oppression which this this was the monologue that I enjoyed. I yeah. thought it was effective and informative. It's like it's like a mini seminar on like 1960s uh, also present day. Yeah, but like also like a very specific sort of language used in the 1960s against the black rights movement like why black people can't get out of their own way. Also one yeah. the
0: the line that I that really resonated is well you can't, you can't build utopia oh, yeah. in a day. day. Yeah. And oh, I think that God. that's been used to like stall oh, so much progress yeah. over the year of. Oh well, we can't move too fast.
3: You're we scaring the old racist people too much.
1: Yeah. You don't when you, scare them. When you
3: mentioned like the whole like, he they taught them how to like serve their masters. Yeah. The only thing that came to my mind was that scene in Battlefield Earth with John Travolta and that dude. You're the only one. You are absolutely the movie only, the only one. <laughs>
1: oh. That was a bad movie. Yes. But
3: then it was L. Ron Hubbard, so of course it was bad. Yes.
1: He actually says the line you see how he repays his benefactors. Ooh. Yeah. Oof.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: But that but Not that so. it was effective, and I think it I'm, yeah. I'm assuming it would have been oh, yeah. effective
0: at the time I'm in sure. getting the point
2: across. I'm sure and it does. It, it still can. does. Yeah. Like
0: that this argument. It's definitely still happening. And I actually thought that the way that they portrayed it, that neither of them is a good person. No. (laughs) Neither of them is, you know, without sin, but they are a product of their societies.
2: Yeah. I kind of, I actually kind of really appreciate that one of them is not a woman who is like, oh, but we just want our freedom. And I appreciate that they're both like hard Hardliners. Hardliners and they're bitter and they've been at this for years and years and years. Currently 15,000 years? Yeah. 50. Yeah. It's crazy. The time, oh, the time scale is crazy. It is. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, Kirk is like, yeah, no, like we're gonna have to sort this out somewhere else. Because we have to take Loki back to go on trial for like stealing the shuttlecraft. And did I mention again, we have laws? Sure. He shouts, I am the captain a lot, which you I really like. You know what? Liked. I actually really liked this particular conflict because Kirk's like, Look, I see you guys have your deep seated issues, but we actually have to follow laws in the Federation, and you're just going to have to wait. Like, I'm the captain! Yeah. I'm the captain! Mm-hmm. I'm the captain! Anyways, the ship gets possessed. Basically, yes. Yeah. Because Kirk's, uh, they actually call the Federation, the Federation's like, Um, no we we have priority they call the Federation because Loki asks for political
2: sanctuary
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and the Federation says well maybe but first you have to stand trial for the crime you committed in the Federation and neither of them are pleased with this verdict Um, Loki because he's sure that he's going to be betrayed or that he already has been betrayed and Beale because he's like he'll find a way to wiggle out of it again blah 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 and that's when he uses his brain to take over the ship (laughs) apparently something that he was keeping in his back pocket yeah, yeah. for the first part of this episode <laughs> yeah. so he just kind of
0: shuts his eyes no one like boshes him on the head which i feel like is a
1: mistake yeah know? he utters that because curse like we're on an important mission uh, when we're done i'll hand you over the federation they can figure it out Beale says i'm sorry that will not be satisfactory I'm just gonna
0: shut my eyes
1: and make it happen. He's been chasing him for
0: fifty thousand years.
2: Yeah,
1: fifty thousand. That's a long time. The time scale is insane. Amount of time. It's
2: that. That's the other part of this episode that really does not work for me. Is the time scale. Also, that would
3: drive you like actually crazy. Yeah, and like they
1: are. It's
0: a meaningless time scale. Like also, they have personal force fields. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I figured that was attached to their superpowers. How did
0: they kill each other then? I think they the wrist
1: might be, guards. Maybe scene. that's how it lasted 50,000 goddamn years neither of them actually can kill the other. It's either
2: from the wrist guards or they all just have a natural force pink force field that surrounds them. But then them.
1: how did the whichever side Beale is manage to enslave the other side if they have natural defenses? Or is it like Superman it only works outside of their own planet? Maybe it's their jewelry cuffs. Maybe. Maybe we
0: ne- we will never know because We will never investigate. So (laughs) the best part is, is that Guy shuts his eyes to kind of, like, make magical thinking happening. Kirk is infuriated and essentially says, okay, it's my way or it's the highway. And it's the highway of death. And he's like, okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to blow up the ship because fuck you. (laughs)
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Everyone on the bridge, noticeably Chekhov is like, wait, what? <laughs> and Kirk's like, fine, I will destroy it, I'm gonna blow us out of the sky, we're all gonna die horrible deaths, our mutated, gross, flaking, bloody bodies will float through space for the rest of time, well, they won't oozing pus in the cold, Okay, stop and crazy up. And Chekhov is like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this.
1: <laughs> I mean, this begins, like, this is the first, like, truly drawn-out, dramatic, oh, self-destruct that oh is drawn out that we get this was in ex- Star Trek. It's a grand tradition.
2: Yes, I... Okay, so we're watching this, and I'm like, this is taking forever. But I also really love it. Right? Because it reminds me of all the times that yeah. Picard and Langer have to se- set the self-destruct yeah. on the
1: Enterprise. Although it always looks so better good. when Picard does it because he's Picard. But yeah. still... Yeah. And we get like the 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 clattery like computer processing noises because it's the sixties. Also can I just say, as someone who is not super
2: tech savvy, even I know that their passwords were garbage. Their passwords
1: were essentially I have read
0: one, two, three
1: Like, yes. The passwords were garbage. They are garbage.
0: They have passwords
1: and they have voice prints. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know. Doppelgangers have happened. Objection. But
0: doppelgangers, body possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghosts. These are all things that have happened. <laughs> but that's
1: why you need three officers to do it.
0: Well, but if if fake Kirk, for example, the handsome silver fox from the last episode... Had shown up and somehow got. I assume he's gotten written down on a notepad by his computer because his password is one two three.
1: Actually, <laughs> he probably doesn't I wrote this down. His code is one one a. Yeah.
0: Fact like the factory default for it. Yeah. Um. I'm like they could blow up the ship at any time. It's ridiculous.
1: But the Except best part about Three officers, and I think I think that might be why when they updated this for next gen, they made it so they also have to be touching. All three of them have to be touching the panel when they do it. So like there's some safeguards. I would just chop off their hands. <laughs> wouldn't work with, if it's a capacitive screen. You they have to be alive. Look, it's not like the most secure thing in the universe. It but is not. Charlie it is Angels, more secure. It is more secure than you're making it sound. Dealt with this. Yeah. Where it was gloves and fake fingerprints and a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not how most. Anyway, <laughs> you need to be alive. But yes. all of those alarmists who think that uh, fingerprint unlock will have uh, muggers stealing your phones untrue because you need to be alive for it to work. Only just for if you were ever while.
2: wondering only for a little while oh, you're wow. still alive if you're stabbed and bleeding from the stomach um <laughs> jesus christ so they're at warp eight oh, wait, 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 we have one more thing to talk about <laughs> here and that is this is yeah we're not gonna
0: gloss over this the hand mouth eye zooming oh my not god not just eye brows take yeah. up 94% of the screen. <laughs> like,
2: they just go in tight on the eyes and the mouth, and I'm like,
0: what? Okay, first it's Kirk, which of course I'm okay with, that's fine. And his mouth, which is doing its mouthy things. Which you...
1: Don't, don't say it. No, don't say it, say it. You over no a few
0: times. times. You did, actually.
1: No. You made a little Then they noise.
0: go to spot <laughs> And this is the only
3: time I, that I am going to say that. On his sexy eyebrows. <laughs>
0: I was like, sure.
3: oh. I was sure you were going to pull it, an Amy and go, mm, daddy.
1: No. No. <laughs> no, I would not. In fact, they, they put a lot of work into those eyebrows. For
0: some reason, like, the close-up, I was like, mm,
1: mm, mm, cool,
0: Mouth shots did not need, because everyone's teeth are terrible. Sp- I did not need a, that to be that close
2: to James Dewan's mouth ever <laughs> no. in
3: <my> life. <laughs> Rest I in peace,
0: thing, and That was still bad. It was, it was very, and it's, a, I don't know what like what the mood is because I feel like it was almost like these sexy glamour shots of like I I
2: mouth I feel like it was supposed to be like dramatic intense like
1: but why the, the like, mouth like,
2: like these are the these are the lips that are you know doing the doom or whatever but it did not work it's,
1: it was done in a fair number of military movies at the time no 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 it was no um it doesn't make it any less weird though I like because it was all for the
0: for the first one, I was like, okay, like, as an artistic choice, that, that's fine. And then they did it again. And I was like, oh,
3: no. And then they amped it up. And then yeah. they ramped
2: it up. And then you keep getting, like, and then you get, like, especially as, like, James Doohan. I think you got a close-up on his eyes and then his mouth. And then yeah. you go <laughs> back to his eyes.
0: His yeah. eyebrows are, like, dusted over with gray graveyard dirt. Oh I God. assume to make him look older. I don't know. But he, like, there's something going on where they clearly are doing some sort of makeup job on his eyebrows. And I was so
2: happy with James Doohan's makeup at the beginning of the season, because he looked relaxed and tan. Like He, he looked, looked a, like a cockadoo, yeah. And he just looks, the the longer the season goes on, the more insane he looks.
0: the <laughs> well, His, of hair, this was, episode his like, hair was really high at the beginning of the <laughs> <Yeah>. season, let's <laughs> he, not forget. That is
1: true. He been a lot of this episode looking around going, wait, really? <laughs> Which I think
0: sure? is fair, because... Kirk is not messing around, like, I I, I don't think this is a bluff. I think he would honestly just blow up the ship. No, I think Kirk fully
2: intended to blow up the (gasps) ship out of spite.
1: It Um, was spite?
2: If I can't have this ship, no
1: one can. It's not a good tactical thing at all. Except it's quite common to the point where it's almost protocol later on. (laughs) Like, why would you blow up the ship? (laughs) Like, let
0: them have it. Take that asshole back, come back guns a-blazing when you need to, but, like... Do you need to blow up 403 people to prove a point? <laughs> Apparently, yes. <laughs> it, it's great because it's he says, you know, we're going to do this, and then we're going to get into the final countdown, at which point
1: we all sang in our heads. No power in the universe can stop that countdown. No, yeah, no, here's... that's
2: not what we said. We said the final countdown. Yeah,
1: okay, fine. Here's where we find out that basically the way the mind powers work He's not actually controlling the ship so much as he is great. <laughs> I think mean, you should just this, play this song very faintly in the background for the whole episode. <laughs> He's physically dragging the ship with his mind at like warp 10. Wait, how do you drag a ship with your mind when you're on it? That is an excellent question, Kim, but I do not have an answer Can to the word drag there at any point. Yeah, it, it's, it's the ship being physically dragged. He has no control over the drives ship's computer. by what? Invisible reindeer? Yeah, I guess. Well,
0: if that was the case, that would be awesome.
1: Um, yeah, so he backs down, because he can't control the ship's computer, even though he can move the ship itself. And Kirk turns off the self-destruct. Which,
0: I love how it's got its own little place in the panel. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> With specific
1: buttons that light up. The ultimate death one, panel. two, three, four. Um, yeah, so... The ship stops. And now we go in circles for a couple of minutes because it's you still trying to negotiate. I love the yes. shot of the of the, the ship and you actually
3: yeah. see it just
2: going around in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like and the idea of the Enterprise just going in like
3: high warp circles yeah. Someone said we... nowhere. Was it the show or was it one of you that made a comment about it going no, it was the show. About we're going nowhere real fast.
0: Yeah. That was Scotty. <laughs> Again, Scotty is very on point this
1: episode. Very on point. And um, Kirk is like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's still trying to negotiate. He's like, look, fine, but will you promise when you're done to take us to crap plan? And Kirk's like, I don't make promises to assholes, <laughs> basically. No deals. They head back. Um, here's where Corrine suggests commit the commissioner just punch Kirk in the face. Right? But the destruct authorization would just move down to the next senior set of senior I officers. I don't believe that. I would punch
0: Kirk in the face, and then maybe punch Spock in the face, and then I'd have full command of the ship, no problem. Well, or like then someone okay. else would be in charge of the destruct.
2: So, so, like, my question here is, like, does his pink zappy field work on anyone else? And, like, why doesn't he just pink zap Kirk maybe at some point? Right? Just- like right? after why Kirk, doesn't he physically assault Kirk after Kirk turns off the destruct why doesn't he just walk up and like that pinks is that at him? Question
1: too? right
3: I, I don't I really... mean I'm
2: not actively rooting for the racist to win here or anything <laughs> but like logical
0: questions <laughs> it would be more efficient it would because instead he plays a long stupid game
1: yeah.
0: of I'm gonna play along up and until I've disabled the self-destruct feature with my brain
1: mm-hmm. whatever yeah we can whatever. Yeah, Kurt takes a moment while they've, like, set course back for Arianus um, to, like, lecture them, like, misbehaving children at a summer camp. Um, and to we get a little spiel a little about how the Federation, we don't like war and violence anymore, blah, blah, blah. Um, and after they leave, Spock and Scotty snip about how gross and backwards these guys are. <laughs> just in mm-hmm. case we were confused about whether or not we were in the future.
0: Then there's the cafeteria scene where mm-hmm. Lohai is talking about, and this is for sure a Vietnam he's thing. He's holding forth. He is. He's giving a lecture to all the star, interested star food. I don't understand why everyone sat down to listen to him. I'm also, me.
2: I'm interested in the setup of this scene and that we see it. Sorry to interrupt you, Karine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see it from Spock's perspective, standing yes. outside the room, and all you get to see is between the get like a gap of a, a half open door is you see some people sitting at a table and you see Loki a little bit of Loki but you mostly sort of hear his voice and see a bit of his shadow wandering around. It was a really interesting shot. Yeah. Um, and sorry, yeah. let's like
0: Kareem finish her thought because I interrupted her. <laughs> 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 that weird heavy breathing is not me. <laughs> it is not me. Anyways, uh, Loki talks a little bit about being forced by their oppressors to go and fight in wars that had nothing to do with them.
1: Imagine being dragged out of your hovel to a war on another planet. Here I just wrote Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get the my personal favorite dialogue from the ship's crew in this episode, where it's Chekhov and being like, like, we have no idea what you're talking about, where Chekhov says, there was persecution on Earth once. I remember reading about it in my history class. And Sulu being like, yeah, but that was way back in the 20th century, and we can't see him looking at the camera, but he's looking at the camera. And there's sort of undercurrent on Spock's side, like, this is going to turn into something, because Beale kept warning them that, like, Lokai would, like, sway people over to his side, and then people would die, blah, blah, blah. But it never actually amounts to anything.
0: No, because it turns out the that- Beal, who is invited to the captain's table to dine, yeah, is in fact sensible. a greater threat. Yeah, yeah. way But bigger. the person who has the veneer of civilization and sure. a, of the law behind him mm-hmm. turns out to be the bigger asshole. Yeah,
1: because mm-hmm. Beal's like, well, obviously, Starfleet must admit that, you know, this douchebag murdering thousands of people is worse than stealing a shuttlecraft. And Spock and Kirk are basically like, We have literally no proof that any of these things happened except for U2's word of that. We only know for sure that he for sure stole a shuttlecraft. Quick note about this scene. Everybody has about three different glasses of
2: alcohol in front of them because it's that kind of episode. Which
0: I think they needed. The best part about this dinner party is where he's explaining in his condescended voice, well, I'm white on the right. yeah, Whitey righty. And Kirk and Spock look at him and say, you look? Exactly the same. Yeah, there
1: is no difference. Yep, none. And then he starts shrieking about how he'll sway you all to his side. He'll drag you into a war you have no stake in. He'll get you all killed. He'll destroy your civilization. And Kirk and Spock are both like, "We'll we'll be fine. It's fine."
2: Also. There's a poor human hanging out in the
1: background. Yeah. Apparently, they pour their drinks. For the person. I just felt really bad for her. Poor server. All that time you spend at Starfleet Academy for this.
0: Yeah. And it turns out all to be a fake out because Mm -hmm. he's burnt out the memory of self destruct for the computer. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. We get a lot of. And they just kind of stand around watching this happen where I think they should have pulled off their boot and shot it at his head. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Instead, they're just like, oh.
2: Well, the thing that I did appreciate here is that the commissioner guy does actually let them get to their original planet. Mm -hmm. They do the decontamination, and he waits until it's done. Yeah. Then he takes control of the ship again. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay, I won't give them any reason to object. Let them finish their job, and then before they can move on to the next one, abscond
1: with the ship! Abscond with the ship! The instant. Zip, zap, zoop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) I expected the, the thing where they're spraying the planet, which doesn't look like they're spraying the planet at all because we see none of it. Nothing. I kept expecting something to go horribly wrong while this was happening. Like a plot point? Yeah. Like, I was like, it oh, was... well, it'll be poison, or oh, they'll destroy the planet, or <laughs> it was I don't just... even know. It was just the ticking clock. Yeah. But then it's gone. And then suddenly the tension in the episode feels really strange because there is no longer any ticking clock, just this asshole taking over the ship. Again. Again. So, Anyways. Lucky Arianis, nothing goes horribly wrong. Long story short. Very short. They get
0: to the crappy planet where these people are from and Guess just, what were you surprised? <laughs> no. Zero percent.
3: I was just like, wait, are those lights or is that fire?
0: Apparently in the original special effects it was the whole planet was supposed to be on fire.
2: Mm. Mm. I liked that the first look we get of the planet shows it is half black, half white. Was it? The, shat- the way the shadow was falling, it's half the planet was in darkness and half the planet was light. Are like, you like, joking? No. I didn't
1: notice that, but I was really looking at, like, the little sparkly things. For oh, fuck's sake. But <laughs> damn, guys. I,
0: um, yeah. I don't like anything about that camera. <laughs> 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 that, is, that is garbage. So, report down from the planet is that there are cities and traffic lights? But no one is home. But there are a whole bunch of unburied corpses in all the cities. <laughs> yeah. How long, like, was it just like ten minutes ago that they finally finished each it's other It's still on
1: fire. It must be. Because Spock, except Spock talks about, like, the wilderness re-encroaching on the cities. And, like, the entire planet is literally a giant tire fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's never except, gone out. <laughs> except, I guess, where nature has grown into the cities. And lots of corpses. And caught on yeah. fire. And lots of yeah, corpses. Yeah, And the thing is that Unburied Corpses makes it sound like, yeah, it was like 10 minutes ago, but like I can't it can't just missed everything. I, I
3: really
2: think it's like skeletons everywhere. Like yeah. that scene from that Hunger Games movie where she goes back home and it's just like skeletons everywhere. I haven't seen that. Oh, don't watch it. Okay, good. <laughs> or
1: in the Serenity movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: oh everybody just lay down.
0: And... Except these people, I'm sure, were embraced in a weird pink zappy hug of death. Yeah. yeah, they're a little distracted initially. I can't believe that they would kill- Well, no, human beings are terrible. Like, kill each other to the very last person? No. Like, surely the other five would be like, you know what? Like, you go over on that side of the planet, I'm gonna go on this side of the planet, and let's just avoid each other for a while. Historically,
1: mm-hmm. that is how it has worked, yes. Well, because at a certain point, like-
0: is it worth it, like to hunt down the very
1: last guy? Well, I, I guess is the question of the episode. He left before this happened, right? So, Jesus, Kirk's like, "Look, do you see?" He's very, "I told you so" about the whole thing. They they do not see because they take up at a light jog, and th- yeah, this this is a very strange sequence. What comes each next? Other. Yeah, because this one of them, fault. no, this is your fault. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, and then one of them runs off. It doesn't matter which. One of them runs off the bridge, and then the other one follows, and they, like... Kirk sort of looks at the others, and, and spots like, should we, like, send security at No! Let them... Just let no, them go! It's fine. Just let, just them... let them go. It's no. It's the weirdest running thing ever. So weird. Right? So... And I don't understand,
2: like, they talk about, like, well, now they're on this deck, now they're on this deck. Who like, cares? The, enti- well, the thing that I kept wondering is, like, is the entire ship a giant spiral, and you just <laughs> keep going down and down, and the decks
1: are connected? So they both beam down to the planet, one after the other, and on the bridge, everyone's just like, well... Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, see you in that. I think Aurora's like, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah, basically, yeah. She's like, this uh, makes literally no sense.
0: Spock gives a weird little speech at the end. Extreme viewpoints are logical. Hate is dumb. And Kirk says, hate is all they have left. Let's get the
1: fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they do, squealing their tires. <laughs> so they peel away from the planet like a bat out of hell and that's it. That's that's all. Yeah. That's that's
0: it.
3: The in, the end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Curtains. One yeah. white, one black. <laughs> <laughs> it closed.
0: Yeah. At the ending. I was I was quite shocked because I thought there was going to be some like, well, we must all look past the physical, like like almost like a quip out, but like the moral of the story is yeah. But it felt like fuck, like hate is just going to rip you apart and everyone you love and then the world will be
3: on fire and you'll have nothing. Basically, yeah. Hmm. Let's never speak of this again. Like, yeah. even at that point, if there's only two of you left, would you even bother killing the other person? Because then you're going to be all alone on a fucking planet that's burnt. But you will have won. Yeah. yeah. And that is the point. That that's is what the they, most important. For these
2: two, that is the most important thing is who is going to win.
0: And that their viewpoint is confirmed. Yeah. Of who is, who is superior. Yeah.
2: They're literally going to go down to that planet and, like, have an epic punch fight in the middle of all of the dead bodies of their the plan- time planet, and planet no members. And-, and no one
1: witnesses, fortunately, because the Enterprise is just, like, fucking <laughs> tail and run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, count Kim?
2: Um, death's potentially zero. <laughs> or, if we think the planet has died in the last 15 minutes... Billions,
0: yeah, that's a tough call. <laughs> so somewhere in between that, it's like no, there is
2: literally it is zero or yeah, There is no in between with it's this true, episode.
1: Ari, your count: six ladies, four people of color, not counting the two tone assholes. <laughs> but if you put one together. You're- <laughs> Okay, something... No, they're still both played by white Something we
2: didn't talk about with the way the the crazy filming and their makeup is a lot of the times they would film them at different distances from each other with their faces turned to the camera so that the same color face was showing. And that was a very cool shot. They did it a couple of times, and I thought that was really nifty effect that they did. So that, like, they're exposing these two completely different Mm -hmm. viewpoints, but they look exactly the same. I thought it
3: was great. Anyway.
0: The direction on this despite some of the really crazy scenes, and I almost feel bad for the director, because I felt like a lot of it was filler, because the episode was
3: way under
0: time. Oh, yeah. Way under. Is that he had to do a lot of interesting things, like um, Fred Friedberg, we're going to go with, um, who is the new producer after Gene Kuhn left. Tits and Space Guy? Tits and Space Guy. Uh, It came out and said, yeah, the episode ran short, so we had to do all that jogging with the intersplicing of World War II houses on fire, because we didn't have enough episodes. And there's Again, I cannot go over so this enough. So much button pushing, <laughs>
1: and, the yeah. ship scene.
2: and the
0: invisible
1: ships. and the invisible ship, the, and
2: the, like the five-minute self-destruct sequence. Yeah. Oh, just much it. longer than yeah. that.
0: Yeah, and it's like you know that he's not going to blow up the ship. You've still got a couple more episodes left to go in this season. Like, there's no actual tension here. Yeah, especially because it's not inter uh, interspaced with shots of bad alien. Of him, like, his eyeballs and his lips, it's just them. And we're like, well, yeah. we know how they, what their emotions are on this. Yeah. Like, is this supposed to be, like, a poker situation where we're looking to see if there are any tells? At which point, there are, because Scotty's literally chewing off his own <laughs> lip Yeah. With his terrible teeth. But I, I don't understand what the function of that shot is. It was is. just basically, like, someone got, got a new lens and wanted to try it out. each other. No. No one won. So, life lesson to be learned from this, uh, Trisha. Oh, why'd you start with me? Well, because you're our very special guest. And she's mean. Yes. Life
3: lesson?
0: Can't we all just get along? (laughs) Fair enough. I'm also going to ask you your performance of the episode. Mm. Which actor did the best job? And it doesn't necessarily mean which character got the best things Mm. to do. But it's, who do you think did the best job with the material that they were given?
3: I think Loki. He, he acted oh. his little heart out. <laughs> and he just, like, gave it 150%. I'd agree. Like, yeah. both
1: of... I thought both of them did a really good job. I, they both clearly really internalized their characters. I
2: gave it... I gave it a three-way. Uh, I actually went the actor who played the commissioner, the actor who played Loki, and Shatner. Yes! I know, Kareem. celebrates. Yes! Uh, But no, the two actors did a very good job of, I mean, because both characters were so unlikable. Yes! But they did a very good job at imbuing them with, like, all all the hate and everything was great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
0: I think especially the guy who played the commissioner, the the certain way that he Phrased them. Yes, well, and his the deliver- emphasis yeah, that his he delivered. Yeah, his oh. delivery. Yeah, you could hear that in the mouths of. of like, like and you, yeah, and like, I've heard that before. And yes, it was, oh, it was
2: so good. Yeah.
0: And the tone of voice. The, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that the way that he did that, and he was a very famous comic and um, impersonator. Really? There is apparently blooper footage of him doing impressions of different... <laughs> kids, <laughs> oh, that's
1: amazing. Which
0: I, I would have been a sight to see. Yeah, I thought so it was a really good those job. Those
1: actors were. Frank Gorshin, who played Beale, Mm -hmm. and Lou Antonio played Lokai. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Life lesson to be
2: learned from this, Kim. Equality can only be achieved when you acknowledge and dismantle
0: systematic oppression.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So, Ari, uh, performance of the episode? Um, I think I'm going to give it to our two two two-tone assholes as well. (laughs)
0: The two-tone asshole it. sounds like a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, and uh, oh my god, I want to join the girl, the '90s girl punk band called the Monotones the <laughs> monochrome, the Monochromes. The, monochromes.
1: <laughs> the, the monotone monochrome. Yeah. in the '90s, it'd be like the color blocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, life lesson to be learned from this. Uh, let's see. Unstopping uh, fire in the face of ruthless tyranny is great, but it's important to exercise self care. So stop and take a nap occasionally. You might feel better.
0: <laughs> Your advice is take a nap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kareen, are you arguing with take a nap as life no, advice no Kareem, it's you're... what i live by
0: your life lesson Kareem. um I, i'm i'm of the episode the three ways with shatner because that's the way it should always be <laughs> shatner should always be in the three, shatner way. three ways <laughs> And i think my life lesson is the driving force in your life should not be the oppression and or murder of one other human being <laughs>
1: Like, diversify your interests. <laughs> Especially if you're going to be alive for more than 50,000 years. <laughs> Take a needlepoint.
0: And so upon this episode, we close curtains. One black. One white. One <laughs> white.